Good morning. This is Sunday, the 13th day, the uh, 19th day of April 2020. We've heard from our Creator. Wonderful message, and as amplified by the Holy Spirit. And now we return to the sacred silence, looking forward to hearing from Jesus, inasmuch as He dwells with us, abides in us, and shows Himself to us and lives with us, as he promised. Hooray! Glory to God in the highest. We're ready, Jesus, whenever you are. We're listening. We return to the secret chamber of the Most High at the core of our being and listen for what you will say. I am with you. You say it. And the more you say it, it settles into you so that you find it possible to believe that I am with you. Most of the time you cannot see me. But most of the time you can feel me. You can feel my presence with you. I am with you. It is a promise I made to those I loved thousands of years ago. And it is a promise I make to you today. And I will repeat the promise every day. I am with you. You know when someone you love is near. You do not have to see them. They might be in another room in your home. But you feel their presence. There is something different in their presence. You feel it and you know it. It is the same with us. I am with you. And as you make your way along the journey that is yours, I will be with you every step of the way. When you actively seek my presence, you will know I am with you. talk with you and walk with you from the time of the rising of the sun to the moonlight and the day is done. I will be there even as you sleep. I am with you. When I walked upon the earth thousands of years ago, I had a list of things, information to impart to those who would listen. 
It was not just idle chatter. I was not making conversation. I was imparting heavenly wisdom to those who would open their ears and hear me. If you take the time to look back, to read through the stories, the books, you refer to them as the Gospels. Pay attention to the information that was written down when I would speak to those gathered. Why did so many follow? Why did so many gather? It was because I was telling them what they longed to hear. God knew they were ready. Their hearts were thirsty for words of love, for words on how they could practically live a holy life and to do so while they were in the midst of their day whether they were uh, out in the fields along the roadside in their homes or in their villages and so I told them as God directed me, I gave them exactly what their heart called out for. The first command to love one another. Is familiar to you. And it was what they wanted to hear then, too. It's practical. Love one another. You see, it sets you apart when you are willing to love those who are not loving you. It gets the attention of those who are watching. It stirs questions in their thoughts. Why would you love someone who is being hateful, mean-spirited, challenging? What is the purpose of loving one another to that degree? For any who really wanted an answer, who needed to know why this loving was so important. You must be willing to sit quietly, to follow closely, that whisper within you.
and soon you will begin to see. It is very clear. If you are willing to stand in the face of an angry attack, the anger stops there. And once you have mastered the ability to love over hatred, aggression of any kind, that love begins to alter your entire environment. You no longer multiply the anger. You are bringing peace And once this is done, the anger begins to subside. You very rarely find two people standing on the street with one railing for hours and hours and hours. It takes two or more to continue the verbal battle. If one is not willing to participate, then the other is left to wage war alone. And after a while, they tire and grow weary. And the words are less weighty. And while the other has stood, loving and praying, they have created an atmosphere in which it is possible for aggression to be stopped, calmed, and moved by the song of peace. You will not think this is possible to do if you sit and talk with friends about it because the talk will end up probably deciding that it is not possible to subdue war with peace and love. But if you take yourself to a quiet place and sit, if you are willing to be still, and use that mental picture of two individuals fa facing each other, one angry and fierce, the other still and quiet, you will begin to understand the power of loving one another. So this was one of the first things I taught enthusiastically. I brought to earth a handbook of how to live the way while living your life upon the earth.
and it had to do with loving one another, yes. But it also had to do with how do you pray? How do you make communication with God? That question was asked, and once asked, I answered by leaving with you the words to the Lord's Prayer. Also taught you how to treat your neighbors, to treat each other. I left these words with those I loved. I asked them to go out and teach others what I said so that they too might know the good news. And it was written down so you too could look and see. See things such as the meek shall inherit the earth. Do not hide your light under a basket. Give food to those who are hungry and be compassionate and understanding. Do not let a mob mentality take over to such a degree that you are willing to stone another person in public for all to see. The way has been made clear for you. You know exactly how to live your life and what to do. That is general information for all of you. And it is the same today as it was those thousands of years ago. Now the difference comes in the promise of the Holy Spirit of God filling you from within to guide you specifically regarding your mission. So I tell you, my brothers and sisters today, you have been given the general book. You know the guidelines. You know how to treat yourself and others. And if you will go within and hear the Holy Spirit of God, you will also know every step to take along the way to fulfilling your mission, which is uniquely your own. This is how much God loves each of you. God left no stone unturned. You have it all. But you must be willing to listen and follow. But the most important thing is 
to make it all happen as it is intended to unfold. You must be willing to love one another. I am not saying you must be willing to love those who are kind, those who are just. You must be willing to love those filled with mercy and kindness. You must be willing to love even those who will not love you in response to the gift you're giving them. When you reach a point that you know the power held in that message, love one another, the rest of your life upon earth will be one of peace and joy. The power of love is the strongest, most effective power created, period. Love in the face of all things. And you will be at peace. For you know the way. It has been written down. It has been set before you. Now, follow, and I will be with you every step of the way.